1: To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stephon Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio. So, Samantha, have you ever gotten what you would call a trendy haircut and follow-up question have you ever gotten a really bad haircut
1: so yeah i i would say i definitely got a trendy haircut my trendy haircut would have been recent ones where i get it pretty short to the point that they have to shave a little bit of the back of my neck mm-hmm. and it does the whole like one-sided type of little bit of asymmetric not completely type of style mm-hmm. i really love that hairdo So that's going to be what I go back to. But again, yeah. So I feel like it's trendy, quote unquote, because I'm trying desperately not to be a 40-year-old Asian mom look. Uh Uh-huh. Which can get real simple and easy uh, when you get the Connie Chung, that's what I call it. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to Connie Chung, but from like the late 80s, early 90s hairdo. Mm -hmm. Beautiful woman. Wonderful. Married a really bad person. Whatever. Outside of that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. her hair, to me, signified Asian moms. Mm, And mm. I try to stay far away from that. Okay. (laughs) But the really bad haircut, I would say my historical bad haircut was because I was in the orphanage Mm -hmm. coming into the U.S. So much lice. Solution was give a bowl cut. So Mm. really made my mother very sad because in the pictures, I had very, very, very long hair. Mm -hmm. And I came into the U.S. with a bob. Not (laughs) even a bob. It was a literal bowl cut. Like it definitely... Because my hair is also really thick at the top. So it even bushed out a little more. Right. Yeah. So that was even better. And my mother, because gender was very important to her, made sure I, were wear- I was wearing bows and such uh, to signify yeah. that I am, yes, a female, even with a bowl cut. <laughs> so I would say that's probably the worst haircut i would ever gotten.
0: Yeah. Well, that's interesting you say that. Well, actually, you're to that point in a bit. I, I definitely tried to get haircuts that were trendy that I had no business getting. So I was really into Friends when I was in elementary and middle school. He did the feather. I did too. I I tried to get the Rachel. Did not look anything like it. (laughs) I tried to get when Monica, Courtney Cox had pretty much a bob. I tried to do that. And my hair is really thick. And I think the person who cut it, and this is like no shade at all, but I think that she wasn't used to dealing with really thick hair like mine. But mine also poofed out. (laughs) <laughs> and it looked quite funny. I think that's the worst
1: haircut I've ever had.
0: Right. Oh, uh, fifth grade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bad year to have a bad haircut too. Yeah. It was not and that's before I, you know, I had like a straightener or anything to do something with it. and most of the time we were so young we didn't know what to do with it. Right.
0: Exactly. So it it did feel like cuz I didn't want to upset the person who cut my hair's feelings but I remember being like don't cry don't
1: cry, don't cry. <laughs> my but whole life is ruined. <laughs> you paid the money so it's kind of like, "Oh, why am I sparing your feelings for my bare, bad haircut?" <laughs> Only a couple months of mockery, it'll be fine. <laughs> yes. I think that was like, uh, I have good friends who will just go to... And not nothing wrong with like the cheaper haircuts, but mm-hmm. generally just like it's cheaper or whatever, not realizing. A lot of times hair is not as easy as you think. I think that many people have learned... Uh, as they've tried to do the home haircuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'd be like, ah, it grows out. But there's been mm-hmm. a couple of situations where they would say that, and I'd be like, are you sure? And they'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go fix it. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Are you Are you sure? <laughs> and yeah, I'm the same way because I don't feel like my hair is hard to do, but it is very straight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And though it's thick, it's still fine. Yeah. So you can see any mess up. Right. Like right. any off kilter like one you know snag you can see it so mm-hmm. I definitely have little concerns of like I'm gonna at least need you to be you know straight properly straight whatever and mm-hmm. I know many of my friends who have very curly hair it is a nightmare trying to find a specialist yeah. and we also know especially like black women who are trying to get their hair done it's a whole right. separate level and yeah. conversation so yeah I think it's there's a lot you have to do about haircuts why things you <laughs> have to consider there are
0: there are and and Yeah, I also went through a really big Mary-Kate and Ashley phase or whatever haircut they had, that's the haircut I wanted. And eventually, I'm glad I reached the point where people would tell me, like, you can't pull that off. I'm sorry. (laughs) Your hair isn't right for it. But it could do all these other amazing things, but not that. But I had one that was like, yeah, the big flipping out,
1: like layered flipping out look. And it it wasn't good either. (laughs) I believe I had that hairdo too. And I liked it for the most part, except once again, it, it aged me mm-hmm. more than I wanted it to. Yeah. So
0: we're we're talking about one of the trendiest haircuts of all time for this. And the reason we're talking about it is, yes, like the day I had my two weeks out from vaccine, fully vaccinated, I went and got my haircut and I was donating it and I needed 10 inches. And she was like, there's really only one haircut you can do. <laughs> and it's pretty much a bob. And everyone came over and they were all like, pointing at the hair. like, what are you going to do about this? And what are you going to do about this? And I was just like, oh gosh, please. (laughs) Um, Because I've never had it this short before. And they did, I asked about the, have you seen a lot of people coming in with their self-haircuts? And she said, yes, a lot of disasters we've had to try to rectify. (laughs) (laughs) But I do like it. Uh, I do keep like feeling at it and I'm trying to put it up and I'm like, oh yeah, there's just no no hair back there anymore but it's so fun to wash it dries so quickly (gasps) yeah i did like having long hair as well but
1: this is a nice (laughs) i feel like i'm pretty sure you've at least used on two separate occasions the excuse of washing your hair as to not being able to do something previously before this new haircut of course that's a legit excuse (laughs) It it was
0: like a whole thing. People would laugh at me because I would be like, I have to take my long shower today. And they'd be like, what does that mean? And then like, well, it's 10 minutes in the shower, but then it's like hours (laughs) dealing with wet hair. (laughs) 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 Um, But yes, for this Monday Mini, we thought we would do a really quick, brief history of the Bob haircut. I think way back in 2013, the hosts, Chris and Caroline, did an episode on um, short hair women with short hair, because there are a bunch of stereotypes that come along with that historically that um, are still around. Maybe not as strong, but still around. right? So if you want to hear more about that, you can check it out. And yes, long hair has long been associated with fertility, youth, and femininity. In May of 1920... Scott Fitzgerald published a short story called Bernice Bobs Her Hair in this Saturday evening post. It told the tale of Bernice, who is sort of this hapless and gullible person, and how her cousin convinced her to chop off all of her hair. And the fallout was just enormous. Uh, She's uninvited from events. She's shunned by men and
1: worried about bringing scandal to her family for her haircut. Right. So, while the bob is primarily associated with the flapper look of the 20s, one of the most famous examples made headlines in 1915 when trendsetter and dancer Irene Castle cut her hair short so it would be easier to deal with. The look was called the Castle Bob. Nice. (laughs) However, in the early days, if a woman wanted to get this look, hairdressers at salons might refuse to give it to them. To be fair, sometimes they still will because it was seen as controversial and scandalous not necessarily because it was scandalous. People will refuse it because they're just scared that you're making a mistake. Because I know <laughs> they also talk about the whole boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, you know, drama stuff and cutting your hair. Yeah. And I know sure. I've seen stylists say no, we're, we're, just yeah. wait, just sleep on it. Yeah. Or they may not know how to do it because it was so new or have the proper tools. So women might go to barbers instead. Again, women still do this. Yeah. And for the most part, barbers complied.
0: That's all I had considered until we were talking about it just now, how odd it might be to have a haircut named after you. And you just right. have to like hope that it was a good haircut
1: not <laughs> like well, so. Did we did we talk about this why is called the Bob? Yes. Hairdressers realized
0: that they had better get on board or they were just gonna get left behind. And so they got on board. It turned out to be a financially wise decision. Newspapers even wrote about it. The Washington Post published a piece called Economics of Bobbing in 1925, detailing the monetary impact of this hairstyle. Reporting that from 1920 to 1924, the number of hairdressing shops in the US rose from 5,000 to 21,000.
1: And this didn't take into account barber shops. Right. And I can imagine the upkeep because when you have short hair, you have to go more often.
0: That's true. If you want to upkeep. So that's costly. It's
1: costly. It was so popular and so widespread in the 20s that it was pretty much the standard for the Sears mail ordered catalog. Oh, those Sears catalogs. And several variations developed. The Marcel, the Finger Wave, which I've... Desperately wanted to try, but I can't do it with my hair. The shingle bob and the eaten crop and accessories like bobby pins were created to style these haircuts. And there were still concerns, including something called the shingle headache, describing as a type of neuralgia caused by the abrupt removal of hair, exposing the sensitive back of their necks. Yeah, so I didn't know that about bobby pins.
0: That's where the name comes from. And going back to what you were saying earlier, Samantha, about your mom putting, you know, the bows and all these kind of gender indicators in your hair. Some of these were like the headband and then we get the right. bobby pins. That that was kind of the same idea. Right. And yes, the name for bob comes from a 17th century word meaning short hair. So pretty. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's pretty straightforward.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The castle bob.
0: Yeah. I highly recommend there's a really great infographic of all the types of these haircuts and what they looked like. And yes, I think the like shingle one is being, oh, dangerous. It's going to give you pain. And then it's just interesting because a lot of the historians where I was reading these articles and they would wrap it up with something like, there's never been a haircut quite like this one. Or if so, it's pretty rare that this was such a trend and it was so different than what had been before. And uh, yeah, just to, like jumpstart the hairstyling industry and to have all these accessories come out along with it and to be so like everybody wanted
1: one. Right. I mean, definitely that bob, that shortcut, the finger wave, we know what that era is mm-hmm. automatically. Everyone mm-hmm. knows. Everyone knows. You know different hairstyles like the Farrah Fawcett. But we don't really attribute that to... A whole generation. We don't see that as iconic. Even though that is an iconic hairdo, right? It's because of Fair Fawcett making it an iconic hairdo, such as the Rachel. Yeah. I do remember kind of in our era outside of the Rachel was a haircut that happened because of Dawson's Creek. Michelle Williams and Carrie Russell during that like early two thousands cut off their hair to the pixie cut almost and people lost their minds like I remember the amount of vitriol that they went through for cutting off their hair and it's such a like to me that's kind of also that iconic but it's still never going to be as big right as the bob was that we definitely can associate pixie haircut to like the early 2000s late 90s because of them but it still will not be on par as what happened with the bob for sure
0: yeah Man. How wild that must have been where it's kind of like everyone has long hair and then all of a sudden everyone's saying,
1: Cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off. I, again to have be the first person to do this and then just being chastised and then later on be like, Oh, well that's that's cute. We liked it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's it's fashionable now. Okay. Get you a hat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And that's uh, a different conversation, perhaps not for this many. That was just a brief history. But there was a lot of, and still is, talk of like the feminism of certain haircuts. And the Bob does come up in that one a lot. But that's that's more than what we're going into in this <laughs> one. <laughs> in the meantime, um, if there are any other haircut styles we should look into, let us know. You can email us at stuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.